パパパヤラパパパヤパパパヤラ Stay away, stay away, I got the devil on my shoulder. The angel wasn't useful enough. All the time, all the time, I'm feeling odd as I grow older. Every day, life's getting rough. So I jump into the van and look at you so we can smell the fragrance of freedom. Turn on, turn on the radio and up the volume. I want to sing to John Mayer stuff. It feels like home on our way, on our way, on our way on the road. It feels like home. Nothing is planned, the destination alone. Yeah, once in a lifetime you just disappear. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. I listened to it thousands of times, but it still <laughs> doesn't click. Hey, what is up, guys? We're here, Captain of the Straw Hats crew, for another amazing episode of the most awesomest, literally, podcast <laughs> canal <laughs> ch- <laughs> channel of all time the Straw Hats Adventures podcast. Yeah. yeah, I'm here with. I'm Jada, first mate of the Strawheads crew, and we have so much to talk about. My God, man! I like we had to listen to the end of the other podcast to remember when was the last time that we recorded because we had no idea. Like, I guess actually only a month might have passed. A like, month ish. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that much time, but so fucking much happened. And we are very far away from the last time that we recorded. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, half million away. <laughs> by the way. Uh, our, uh, when we were checking, when we stopped, we listened to me saying that we have learned a lot in the last month of the podcast that we recorded, but it wasn't even close. Such summer kids, right? Summer kids, oh, man. Yeah, summer we kids. We didn't know anything at all. Fucking hell. And maybe the next podcast we are going to record, we are going to think the same. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yes. Well, I mean, it was a lot of stuff that happened to us in this past month. Like, a lot. We went from heaven to hell, back to heaven again. I don't know how many times, but currently we're in heaven, so don't worry about us. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the, the MVP, Jerome, and the MVP, Vesuviano, and the MVP, Trevetri guys, Matteo, and Daniele. Obviously. Yeah, the best ones. So, where should we start this podcast, Junior? Well, like, when we stopped last time, apparently we were in Rome, and Damien just left. I I miss Damien, by the way, he Me was too. an amazing person yeah. and it was so nice to listen to the part in which we were remembering our time with him. It, it was, was an emotional goodbye. It was, sure. it was, and it was super good. But anyway, we were in Rome and after Damien left, actually something very nice happened for me because I finally got to meet the girls of Mercurio, that is this other Instagram page and blog that I used to, to work with. And so, like, we were super close, like, talking every day, but they were in Rome and I was in Turin, so it was the first time ever for me to meet them in person. And I was pretty excited and a bit scared, yeah, too, yeah. because, you know, we have that mixed feelings. 
and you were a bit nervous before the meeting. Yeah, I, I was very nervous. I, yeah. I was like, uh, what are they gonna think of me? Is this gonna be a nice yeah, encounter? Yeah, also because like I I stopped working for them, and so I didn't know if they were angry, if they everything was okay. I we were talking less, so it wasn't like before, and I was pretty nervous, but it went very nice. We it went out for nice. drinks uh, in this bar kind of rooftop sort of thing yeah. and uh, we got there and it wasn't just me, Jada and uh, Vitoria and Bea it was other people from Mercurio yeah. as well Yeah. and I met there Vitoria's boyfriend oh, what's, his, what's his name again? Lorenzo Lorenzo and he's a weirdo like he's, he, he's, it was so surprising because I knew him like who he was I always thought it was this sort of like scary authoritative person well he does share that vibe sometimes sometimes he yeah. does especially when you can... talk about uh, the name of the, the thing there the company Oh yeah, analytical, analytical the one he works yeah. for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's very like in his role there, he's like director or whatever. And so it gets very scary. And I always only see him like that. But he has all this other side of him, which this is nerd very, side yeah, of him. <laughs> it was so funny to see that. <laughs> yeah, and the girls were amazingly welcoming. I mean Vittoria is very like oh, she's always turned on like the 2020 votes yeah. like, you know yeah. that kind of person yeah, she's a psycho yeah <laughs> she can get scary she can. you know she can. Um, and bea is just awesome bea is amazing right she's very calm and determined and focused on what she wants and very calm presence to be around that's, that's yeah true. yeah it's she's an amazing person yeah. she really is and uh it was really, really nice for me to finally meet them in person because now the connection is stronger in a way. Even if we don't talk as much as once, now this happened, you know, and so it makes things different. Yeah, but it was also a very quick encounter. Oh, there was this girl, Valentina? Valentina. Um, Valentina. Valentina. Valeria? Vale no, not Valeria. Not Valeria. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking of Game of Thrones too much, man. We just watched yes, House of Dragon. Valentina. Valeria. Valerian. <laughs> Valentina. 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 Whatever. Yeah, Valentina. And uh, I connected instantly to her, and but apparently she had a boyfriend. Yeah, it was pretty complicated. Yeah, complicated. Like a lot of red flags. Yeah, actually, not gonna so. talk about it here, obviously, but... You know, I got a bit attracted, but just like any encounters in life, both of them lead to nothing. Just wanted to share here because it was something from that night that I remember as well. But it was a very quick, like, meeting, you know, they yeah. all went home uh, like 10, 11 or some shit. Yeah, because we met pretty early. Like, I guess we met around 7. It was, it was a Friday though, wasn't it? Yeah, no. or Friday or Saturday night, yeah. something like that. But we met very early, so like we snacked something, eat a couple of beers, and around 10, everyone was going away. Yeah. So like we stayed there until the place closed, I guess it was around 1, and there was like dancing uh, on the on the fourth floor, it was music, and so we had a, we had a good time there dancing, but the best part after, after we left I, the I mean, there was a reason by the universe, right, Jada? The universe, the, universe, the <laughs> destiny that told us in our subconscious mind that we had to stay there longer that night. And why is that, Jada? So, like, we, we weren't done partying. When the, when the club closed there, the, this place closed, we were like, let's find out if there is something nearby where we kept keep going because we were so much in the mood. And apparently, just, like, around the, the corner there, there was another place 
playing music and all sort of stuff. And so we went in that direction. And we were looking for a lighter, right? We, I guess so, yeah. So like we, we were walking uh, in there and we needed to like light up our cigarette. And so we asked the first person that we found in front of this other club. And this guy was from fucking Germany. Il matematico. <laughs> um, Marco. Marco. Mar- I can't believe it. And like he looked at us. We looked at him and in my mind I was like, I know this person. Yeah, I, I'm like, we saw him. Like in my mind, I'm like, I look at him, he looked at me, I'm like, what? <laughs> Man, and from then we met people from Cervetri there. Like people that we met in La Grotta, we met there so randomly in Rome. In Rome, like one of the biggest city ever. Fucking hell. On a Friday night with all the different clubs and pubs that you can yeah. find. I mean, was, in, in the crazy. end, we decided that we were kind of tired, yeah. remember? And uh, we just went, ho- went, went, went home. <laughs> home. Yeah, it's Then home. life is home. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, but we did, to- we did tell them that we were going to go back to Trivetri. And we sent Daniele. We're like, hey, we got Marco here. And Daniele was like, who's who Marco? Who is this guy? Because they didn't know each other. Yeah. But there is a good ending to that story. Yeah. So... After that, I think we spent a few days in McDonald's or whatever. I think the fucking inverter broke well, down. Yeah, the inverter Remember? wasn't working. It just wasn't working, yeah. so we had no energy at yeah, all. And we had a leaking from the floor. Had from a fucking, the, it the it was like raining a lot those days, and the inverter was not working, so it was like hell. It was hell. You yeah. know, first time going from heaven to hell. Yeah. You know? And, and then... What we did was driving to Cervetri. Yeah, right? we're like, yeah, what can we do? Let's just go to Cervetri, you know? And I, I had some some thoughts in my mind of, like, how I, I would be able to fix it. And the problem with the inverter, which everything, like, everything in the world shifted from the moment we entered Cervetri. <laughs> it was dark and cold, but then when we got there, it, it got warmer and sunny, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> you know? We got there and... In my mind, just, just snapped like a solution to deal with the inverter. And I'm like, maybe the problem is, because I checked, right? I checked the voltage in the inverter, in the battery. The battery was fine, but the inverter was not. So I'm like, maybe the problem is the length of the cable, because the inverter is located on, was located on top of the van and the battery down there. So it was a lot of cable in between. So I'm like, maybe if I can get them closer to each other with a thicker cable, the voltage in in both of them is going to be the same and that it's going to have it's going to make the inverter work so we removed the bad yeah it was a whole fucking like, task like task force to do yeah, that you but, know but we made it easily. we got the yeah we made it uh it was fun fun work it was it was it was yeah. really, for me it was a great experience because i never see the van without the bed in yeah you know, stuff removed and all that so it was incredible so we uh we Turned off the whole electric system, removed the bed, uh, and then connected the thicker cable to the to the inverter. We tested it, and it freaking worked. And it's been working for a month. Yeah, like no, no problems, problems. no, no problems at all. And wow. because I think that that was the thing that was missing in the electric system. I feel I feel like now we got a perfect electric system going on. Yeah, for you know, sure. I can't think of any flaws or things that we need to fix besides the loose solar panel there, but it doesn't affect yeah. anything. And yeah, like after we were done, we went, well, we met Matteo and Daniele. 
they took us to that to the sort of like football kind of club yeah thing. and they they organized they were expecting us to be there that night and they organized a dinner for us with like their closest friend and it was just so welcoming again and so warm those people are just so nice so we so had a great nice. night with them there uh they made probably the best pasta I've ever had in my entire life with the best come, bacon come like i'm the cook here i want some some credit to me okay not the best pasta but definitely the best bacon the best bacon that the best sure. bacon that, for that was, sure that was the best bacon and ever. we smoked a lot of weed there <laughs> and, and drank wine and talked about life even though i couldn't speak a word of italian back then yeah but there was connection anyway it didn't and, matter and i connected through music do you yeah. remember True. They, they had this instrument, some sort of chord instrument, very I, like I Etruscan. Let's just say it's very Etruscan. I guess it was from Persia. Right? Very Persian slash Etruscan. I, if I remember right. Well, Persians came from Etruscans, like everyone, everything, everything else in the world. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I mean, it makes sense. On, yeah, they are the pain. The Etruscan are the pain the pains, of the words. Yeah, the pains of the words. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, there was this moment. Well, I was just with my guitar there playing the song for like 15 minutes with the guy. Same fucking. <laughs> tone all along but it was so cool but it was so good yeah, yeah. uh they we took a shower there they stayed for the night i think yeah and then the next the next day something incredible happened to the marriage. Oh my god the next day was one of the most important days in straw hats history yeah for sure like it was just sensational it was it was it was sensational <laughs> trade minister I would like to address the matter that the absence of the trade minister is of great concern to the empire. Yeah, well, stop to explain what happened now, but just take it. Take it, take it, man. Philip, don't mind this. Sorry, Philip, man. Watch the man in the high castle and you are gonna know what I'm talking about. It is a sensational show. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. Okay. Jada. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, what happened? By the way, I don't think it's the first time you jinx me while we are recording the podcast. You know, I guess it happened before. Well, get used to it because <laughs> yeah, it's like, not going to be the last. Okay, but it's stupid because then what you do? <laughs> anyway, I'm just showing my power here. Yeah, of course. You know, Captain is always right. Course. Right? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's talk about what happened that day. So, uh, I don't remember the name of the guy. Was it Roberto? No, uh, Lorenzo. No, Lorenzo is Vittoria's boyfriend. Vincenzo? Roberto. I guess it's Roberto. No, it's not yeah. Roberto. No? Roberto. Roberto. Let's call him Roberto, right? Okay. Let's call him, let's go with Roberto. This, uh, this guy, oh, we met him before, the first time we went to Cerveteri, is that guy that like has a shop where he sells like... Uh, vases. Vases and sculptures that he makes in the Etruscan style, exactly as Etruscan. And Greek style as well. Yeah, exactly as those people in the past used to do it. And he's amazingly good at doing that. But... Uh, before doing that, he started as like uh, one of those people that make graffiti on the wall. And we already talked to Daniele before that we wanted to ask him to paint our van. And 
Daniele talked to him and he was already okay in doing yeah, that. Yeah, we just told Daniele like out of nowhere because ah, whatever, just like selling the bike. Ah, yeah, hey, you were, exactly. Like ah, maybe he can paint. And and we, we were not expecting anything. No, no, no. You know. And then when we got there, uh, uh, Daniele said to us that Roberto would, was glad to do it. Yeah. And the next day we went back to the Etruscan sort of uh, the, the, tombs the, and yeah, the graveyard. Graveyard. The, the place where we met Daniela. The necropolis. The necropolis. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Roberto came there and painted the Mary. And it was amazing what he did yeah, there. Yeah, he painted the... He just started like drawing a perfect semicircle, yeah. which was going to be the sun. And he made this amazing sky sort of painting with graffiti in, in, in the side of the van and wrote the straw hat screw. And what are you doing? Copying what I'm saying right now. I'm copying what you're saying. Yeah, you're like... No, I was I was, <laughs> I was chewing my nail actually. <laughs> <laughs> so he did the straw hat screw and also our Instagram, which has been working a lot. A lot of people see the van and follow us and this message. Yeah, so it's yeah been that good. was great. And he made the logo in front of the Mary. Yeah, which looks great too. My God! And like he worked for like two hours completely for free. He didn't want it like he didn't ask for money. He didn't want the money. He just enjoyed doing that so much. And his kid, by the way, that might be like 10, 12 years old, is gonna be a great talent. He is, day. and he's, he's a great, great character as well. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. So this was one of the happiest days for me, to be fair. It was like great. I, I was so happy when we 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 ended this. Yeah. You know, and then. Um, the next day, what did we do there? I guess the next... Oh, the next day we went for that fucking... The, the castle? Castle there. Yeah, yeah I guess the, so. uh, Maria, no. Um, Virgin. Virgin. La Virgin. I don't remember the name. Il Virgin. No. Il... Uh, Virgilio. Virgilio, no. I don't remember. Anyway, it was a so, castle close to, like, built on the cliff, basically, next to the sea. And oh, we'll do you want to talk about that, that girl? that you met that you thought was an older version of you because you but she wasn't after all she was so like there was this girl um Roberta yeah <laughs> and I guess it's Roberta. actually it's Roberta yeah. this time um that when I met her like um she didn't look like me like physically because she was much taller and super skinny yeah like extremely skinny just the, the the vibes that she she had you know like and the way she was talking the way she was leading her life made me feel like i was meeting myself like in 10 years from now uh, then i got to know her a bit more and i got to talk with matteo because they had a team that didn't end well and he was heartbreaking because of that and the stuff I discovered about her is like completely different for me actually. Like she's one that really believes in the universe, in you know, this mystic kind yeah. of powers and shit. It was like okay, absolutely fucking no. Thank God you didn't have that conversation with her. Yeah, because like uh, the, the cap wanted me to go there and tell her, like, you are the old version of me. And I they didn't want to do that for reasons, you know. And thank God I didn't do it because like nope. Not at all. And I guess that night was supposed to be our last night in Trevetri and we actually wanted to leave pretty soon. Yeah, we're actually going to leave that night, I think. Yeah, we like yeah. just after the... Like, oh, the just going to have a beer yeah. and, and then go. And then like, Daniele didn't even go to La Grotta because we said, oh, just going to have a last beer in La Grotta with Daniel, with, with Matteo and just one beer. And I told Giada, if there is a second beer, I'm staying. Yeah. That's why we have to leave after one. And... We there stayed. was this, there was a second stayed, beer we stayed it was amazing 
because like everyone that we met the first time was after all there. We also met again Lewandowski. Yeah, we met in the street. And uh, like, Francesco was there, Luca was there, the Marco showed up, the guy that we met yeah, in Rome. Yeah, with was the so One Piece crazy. t-shirt and the One Piece hat, you remember? Yeah, it was so crazy. And Daniele and Marco finally met and now we created a great friendship between two people that lived in the same small town but didn't know each other and now they know them because of us. We went to eat pizza at Lewandowski's mom's place. Oh my god. The best pizza ever. Like, it was... And we were we so talked, drunk. We met Lewandowski's mom and we were so drunk that I was actually speaking Italian. So there. easily. Right? So easily. Like, I was talking with, with Matteo and you were having a full conversation with Daniela without yeah. help. And they cannot speak English at all. Exactly. You know, so, it, w- it was just so crazy and we connected so much with Daniela Matteo. No, we connected so much that there was a moment that some someone, like, I think you or Matteo said something. And then me and Daniela said at the same time, really? really? And he was just copying the way I say really. <laughs> that, so that's funny. how much we connected. Yeah. And then we went back to the to the van. We, we hugged to say goodbye and we... Emotional as well. It's pretty emotional. We promised that we are going to visit them when we are climbing back Italy to go to Venice. Yeah, but we, we told them that we were not going to tell them when that was going to be. No, not at all. And yeah. we mean it. We're yeah. just going to show up and we know that whatever is the time we're going to show up, they're going to be there for us. For welcoming sure. the same way even more. And it's going to be awesome to meet them again. So, yeah, we took a, a bit longer with this because they deserve it. Yeah. You know, it was just an amazing... Trevete is actually my favorite place in the whole adventure for now. Yeah. You know, the one we connected the most with the locals and actually made real friendships that are going to last. Yeah, and the place is awesome too. It's really beautiful. It's like really, really beautiful. And I guess after that, we we went back to Rome. We went back to Rome because we didn't go to Vaticano. Oh, right, Vaticano. And and one of the, the goals of Straw Hats is to go to all the countries in the world. And how can we visit Italy and not go to Vaticano, right? How? Yeah, how? <laughs> and know? oh, something important happened before we went to Vaticano. We managed to get rid of our languages. Oh, yeah, in Rome. In, in Rome, Rome we, yeah. we just went to this place. Uh, and basically left the language there. Yeah, so we stopped at the van, like, outside and took the, 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 the train, right? Yeah. And then with the, the luggage, like, it was three luggage that I managed to put in only in one. Like Matrioska. Yeah. And then uh, we just went to this place that sold o- old stuff. Yeah, like used stuff. Used stuff. Just went there and like, hey, do you want the, the luggage? And initially... Yeah, they were like, we cannot keep them. But if you want to leave them outside, I know who to give them to. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> so we got rid of that. And then we went to Vaticano. Um, and then I think we were ha- not having a very good day. No. That day. No, I guess I was... Uh, that is the day when I decided to take much more seriously and really work, work, really work out and work to like get slimmer and fitter and lose weight and all that. And so I was having all this trouble in my mind, like, is it really going to work? Is it not going to work? Then I guess we also had like, our computer and all stuff because we actually had to work for real. And we went to McDonald's, but couldn't work after all something happened and we met Victoria and Bea again because I needed to give them the t-shirts of straw hat and they signed van yeah I mean 
Vatikano, we didn't do anything there. That's no, we no just entered. The, yeah, we entered the square. Uh, say, said hi to the Pope. Uh, had yeah. a tea with him. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah. He he was sad that we had to go. It was an emotional goodbye for him. Yeah, you know. So. So that was it. That was it. That's it. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and so what else? Yeah. That, then we left Rome, right? Then we left Rome. Uh, we we met the girls again, and uh, we just. Didn't even do anything with them. We just kind of met them there, had a talk. Then we drove. The, then Bea drove us to the van. And they were so impressed with the van. Yeah, they were so excited to see the van. They were so happy about the t-shirt, which was super nice to see. They left a very nice message, very close to mine on the on the Coincidentally, yeah, they didn't coinc- even know. Yeah, coincidentally. And that was really nice. Like that, that day, I guess, we actually connected even more with Vittorio and Bea than For the sure. first night that For we sure. were with the girls. Because it was just the four of us, you know. Yeah. There were no other people, like, uh, no was, boyfriends to, like, maybe keep not, you down from talking yeah, no, stuff. Yeah, no drinking. It was yeah. normal. And it was pretty, pretty good. So after, after Rome, is it after Rome that... We, we went to the beach. To the beach, right? Straight. And then we just had a very van life day. We just went to the beach, took the, the chairs. Grabbed the guitar. Guitar. And the guitar. Ran the down there. Yeah, mm. so beautiful sunset. I remember that. We filmed a very beautiful sunset. And then it was sort of like a straight sort of way to try to reach Naples because we had to be in, in Naples pretty soon. Yeah. Was there a place that we went uh, uh, before? The like after the beach and then before the there was for sure, but I'm trying to remember and I can't remember because the distance is pretty big, so we definitely had stopped somewhere else. Yeah, but let's just say if we remember, we, we talk about it, but if we don't remember, maybe it wasn't that important. I can't, I can't remember right now, yeah. Anyways, uh, then we went to to so the heaven continues, right. The heaven keeps going. And uh, we went to Napoli because we were going to visit, uh, visit Vesuviano, the M- one of the MVPs of this podcast episode. He uh, is a guy that... I don't know if I've talked about him before, but he has a conqueror's hockey that is incredible. And also the wheel of the D. He's a very determined person in what he wants. He's a songwriter and he's musician. He's a captain of his own crew. He's a so captain he's like of his own a friend crew. and rival at the same time. He's the only person I've ever met that I, I'm like, he's like me, yeah. you know. And uh, he is not only super determined, but he is an amazing singer. My God. Like his music is actually one of the best musics that I have ever listened to. And yeah. it's in Italian. Yeah. And like, it's, it's not in Italian. Napoli. It's in, in uh, Napolitan. Napolitano. Whatever it's called. Like Napolitano. So I can't, I can't understand shit of what he's saying. But it's just so beautiful and emotional that it doesn't matter. Like you can say whatever he wants. It just makes sense. Now, there was another reason that we went to Napoli. Of because Andre was going to join us in the in the adventure. He was going to go with us to Nepal. And you might be wondering, why is he not in this podcast episode? Well, we're going to talk about it, right? You, we, when we got to Napoli, I think the first thing that we went to do was pick, to up, Andre. pick up Andre. Yeah. And it was a very emotional moment. My God, we were so fucking excited. We're, we had waited for him for months and we're like, months. We're going to have three people in the crew. This yeah. is amazing. Actual crew for, for the first time. Yeah. like. And it was pretty nice in the beginning. Um, we met Lars and Fenia. Yeah, again. Lars and Fenia back, the, the couple that we volunteered with in Sardinia. Right? They were, like, coincidentally, they were in Napoli at the same time that yeah. we were. 
And we spent the night in the... Was an Aga Sosta. No, Aga Sosta, like a, like a camper place. Camper parking sort of thing. And it was a beautiful one, actually. Yeah. And we had a great time there. Like, it was a super nice night. We had a few drinks, smoked yeah. a few joints. And uh, Andrea cleaned the whole van. And that was good, but also that gave us a few red flags. Yeah, so somehow I was... I was happy, of course, that you did that, but I wasn't comfortable because, like, it put on on us, I guess, both of us, a lot of pressure about, you know, having stuff in order and everything cleaned and perfect. Like, we always smoke and just put the ashes on the floor. And I don't know, it was sort of like changing the, the lifestyle. And it was kind of forcing the change, you know? Yeah, because Andrea can be pretty assertive. Yeah, yeah, but in a way that is, like... Annoying. Annoying, you know? <laughs> Uh, and he was trying to, to change a lifestyle in his first day of people that have been traveling for more than a year, you know, and me and Jada for more than six months. Yeah. So it was kind of uncovered, but, but, but in my mind, I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Like, uh, it's him. Like, as long as we were together here, that's fine. There's going to yeah, be like adapting from both yeah, ex- sides. Exactly. Like the, the, the process, I, I thought the, he needed to adapt it to us, but we also needed to adapt to, to him and having another person with different, you know, needs and, and stuff. So it, it was okay, but it was already like a bit of a red flag. Yeah. So, but that's fine. Like it was the first day. Then uh, the next day we met Vesuviano. Yeah. It was right? so great. He gave us his flag. Which he is has a pirate so, flag. So fucking great flag. So fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, the flag now is in the side of the kitchen where Andre used to write stuff. Um, so... I think the first night that we met Vesuviano, he, he, we met him during the night and then he took us to this place where we had a great time drinking with his friends. Yeah, we met his brother. Which Pietro, is, which is... so awesome. The, he's the shiniest person shiniest I've ever per- seen. His smile just brings you a smile yeah, wherever you so are happy. in life. It's so fucking nice. Yeah. We had a great time there and then the next day was the first day of adventure with Vesuviano, yeah. right? And we were like, Vesuviano, you decide wherever we go, like we follow and we have a great time. So we did, like, it was an amazing adventure. We we adventured, like, in this... We planned to visit the city center of of Napoli. We never did. It brought us to this place, which is, like, an abandoned sort of... Neighborhood. Yeah, neighborhood, with these towers built on the sea. Uh, It was was crazy. It was 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 very, like, uncharted sort of adventure, because because we, we, like went through the abandoned place, tried to find ways to get to the towers, and we had to figure it out ways. It and, was you so know, cool. It was super fun. It was super, super fun. And then... But then we... he brought us to the studio where we recorded No, no, stuff. before that, he brought us to the... To the, the tattoo. The, no, no, before that, <laughs> he brought us to the that lake where there was the pirate flag. <gasps> You're right! We, yeah. we met uh, IJ. IJ, AJ? A, A, IJ, I think IJ. it was IJ. IJ. Enrique Giuliano or something like this. Maybe, yeah. Enrique I, Giorgi. EJ. EJ, EJ. Yeah, but in English, IJ. Because he was American, no, but he. In English, EJ. You can say Enrique. In English, it's Enrique. No, it's Enrique. 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 Really? Yeah, really? it's IJ. IJ, then. Yeah. IJ, yeah. yeah. Okay. And he was an American guy, but he had like. This uh, Puerto Rican family or something, Puerto Rican family or something. Yeah, it was like speaking it. Italian too, very well. Yeah, but it was very quick encounter. Then we went to the tattoo place. Yeah. And that's gonna be important, but in the story later. So I guess we might talk more about Armando and the tattoo when we actually did the tattoo. Yeah, but what <laughs> I remember from that place is just we went there, we met Armando, really sort of a natural mind kind of guy. Yeah. 
you know, he's aware, he, he, he's a different sort of person. He's not one of those people that, like, follow the, the mechanism and the, the system of, no. of, of life. No. And no. Uh, the first thing that I remember from there was that he had a lot of schools <laughs> oh, in, yeah, in, in right. his place. And then we, there was this school that was like an ashtray. And then Andrea really fancied it. And I'm like, okay, I'll just ask for it. So I went to him and I'm like, hey, this school is pretty nice. And he was just like, yeah, take it. <laughs> yeah. And then he said, people think that tattoo guys uh, like like schools. That's why I get so many gifts like this. But that's not true. Not I, in my I case. don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> just you can take, take it away. <laughs> so we took it. We us. took it away. Then we went to the studio where Vesuviano and his band uh, played the music and then recorded and uh, we met. Oh, what's the name of the Matteo? No. Yeah, Matteo. 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 I'm pretty sure. Okay, <laughs> it's Matteo. <laughs> Matteo, which is the guy, the, the producer, yeah. right? And he said that he he's like a captain of his own, but without a crew, like a law. Yeah, yeah. Vesuviano so said the same. Yeah. yeah. That I'm telling that Vesuviano said that. Ah, I told that he said it. <laughs> Matteo would say. No, no, no. <laughs> Matteo never said anything like this. Okay. Uh, and then we just smoked a lot of weed there with Pietro God, and yeah. everyone. Just nice guys there. Yeah, Had great the... conversations. One of the things that I remember the most of the night, because it was great, is that they made us listen to this amazing, beautiful song that still wasn't released. So, like, we listened to their, their song before anyone else in the world. It was so emotional. Like, it was such, it's such a beautiful song. This song is out now, by the way, if yeah, you want to listen to it. Povera. 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 Like this, it's so emotional. It's, it's got so much heart into it, yeah. you know, which I think Vesuviano does genuinely because he really loves that and he puts his heart into his songs. Yeah. That's why it's so good. Yeah. Uh, and Vesuviano is kind of further away from us in his mission. Definitely. You know, he much had this time away. skip already, and uh, he's more famous than we are. And people, at least in Napoli, people know him. You know, and he plays in concerts and he's got a, you know, like a following yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's not just the fame. It's also like his, uh, his state of mind. It's the strength of his hockey and this determination in a way like it's it's more advanced. Like it, we have the same determination, but he's an, a level above us. I wouldn't say that. The, I wouldn't the, say the that. The way, the way like he, the way he, 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 he talks about that is... I feel I, I felt like he was it's stronger. I, I felt because of what he already achieved. Like I, he started earlier yeah. and and he, he can have that. He had this time skip, he had this training, he had these failures already and we are still yeah. just in the process. But, but of I, I would change the way you said it. I wouldn't say that he has a a bigger determination than we have. No, no. He he's in he's further. So he, he's more confident because he's yeah. achieved more. More confident, not more you determined. Know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so after that, the next day, we... We climbed the fucking Vesuvio, We climbed the man. fucking Vesuvio, man. <laughs> like, Vesuviano didn't even want, because he's not an adventure kind of guy yet. He yeah, wasn't. Yeah, now he is. Now he is. Uh, and then I'm like, I told him, I want to climb the Vesuvio from, from the bottom. 
Yeah. Right? And it was like a four-hour walk. And then I told uh, Lars and Fenia, yeah. uh, without expectations, and they joined us from the bottom. Uh, they didn't go all the way up. And, and then Vesuviano yeah. didn't go from all the way down. Yeah. But we met, there was some sort of intersection in the way yeah, we were all it was together. Super nice. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the best adventures ever with Vesuviano. We went up there. We had uh, hot uh, hot wine up there as a sort of It was gift so nice. From it, was, doing it. it was super nice. Yeah. And, and by then, I was like, you know, Andre is like here and he's a crew member. He's got yeah, this. Yeah, it really felt like that right it, uh, like you I remember one time we were walking and Andre was walking with Viano Larson Fenia and you told me like uh, you see like now it's just me you and Andre but one day the other people are be a crew I remember saying that you know and and it seems so perfect everything seems like too perfect too perfect maybe yeah there should have been some sort of red flag that we didn't catch yeah Uh, well, I mean, it could be one day. It's yeah, just that, no, I still you know, believe in that. But then, like, n we're not going to be talking about the adventure. If you want to see it, it's going to be out soon, or yeah. the stories are going to be there in the in the highlights. But after we got down, I, I was in such a good state of mind until something happened, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, we came down, and the, the place that we parked to climb the Vesuvio was super difficult to go in. It was a nice parking from Conad supermarket. And, but I, when I parked the van, I hit a bit the wall, you know, but it happened before. And usually like the, the thing that you attach the van with something in the back, uh, hits first. So yeah, it's a lot of shields, shields, the, you yeah. know, but not this time. There was a piece of rock that hit the lights from the back. Yeah. Right. And we noticed it only when we, we came back. Yeah. And then the, the major red flag yeah. th that we saw there, that when when we saw that we, we, we the light was broken andres said oh man you really fucked up here yeah with the the tone of voice the way he said that instantly pissed me off and it, it destroyed my day yeah it really did I, i i really noticed that after he said that and we talked about it later while driving But after he said that your mood went extremely down yeah and mine too sort of like Like automatically as a, as, a, as a defensive mechanism in a way because I didn't like it at all the way yeah. you said that Be because like for everything that we, we've been through in this adventure a broken light that's nothing and yet. the lights are working by the and way they are it's working. just the plastic that covers them that it's, is broken it, and now it's still like that we haven't yeah, even fixed I, I, it and I, I, I don't even think we will fix it in the short term in the short term i'm like don't worry guys i'll pay for it like it's my mistake uh, i'll deal with it but we never went to Riveco. and i think the fact that we're we're not with andre anymore kind of gives us more of a chill to not do it immediately because yeah, it doesn't because, matter that much because like later on you mentioned that a couple of times we should go and fix it and for me like it didn't matter like we had the van that was sort of like malfunctioning for a long time and only when it broke down we went to fucking punch bouncy and had the experience there. yeah only when there's no other way yeah and this it doesn't matter at all and he was worried they might steal the lamp what if they steal come the on. lamp like, well, and, 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 and steal come the on lamp. like what are the odds yeah you know like, he has this mentality that I noticed before in which everything is dangerous and sort of like tries to trick him I don't know if it's probably it's from his experience, but it's also because he probably put himself in very dangerous situations that are not what we do. And the word is not as he describes it yeah, at yeah. all. So, <laughs> anyway. so, but but then, then he, he said, uh, is everything okay? 
And in my mind, I just wanted to say, I'm, f I'm fine. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, let's talk about it. He's a crew member. Like, I, I, I owe him the truth. And I'm like, dude, I hate when people say I fucked up. And that is an issue that I have to work with. But the, the thing that I hate more is like, I have these voices in my head already telling me that. But for him to tell me this make, made such a small problem so big in my mind. Yeah. You know? And it was super unnecessary. Yeah, super unnecessary. And then we went to sleep, I think. Uh, actually, we needed a, a shower uh, yeah. because they're climbing the Vesuvio and all that. Oh, so yeah. with Vesuviano and Matteo, we drove to Matteo's house close to the beach to have a shower, which ended up to be a sort of cold one. But it was still good. No, it's not Matteo, it's Vittorio. It's Vittorio. Yeah, okay, it's Vittorio. Fuck, who the fuck is Matteo? Matteo is the guy from Cervetti. I'm no, like, I there, don't is, there is another Matteo in, uh, in Vesuviano's group, for sure, then. It's Vittorio, anyway. Vittorio. Right. Sorry, yeah. Vittorio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that sure, after all. But we remembered. She was like, no, I'm sure. This <laughs> is... Like, out of everything in my life, you I'm know sure why? it's because, Mateo. Because of his name on Instagram, it's Ma something. Yeah. And yeah. so, it, for me, it was Mateo. Yeah. But, I, yeah, whatever. We went to Vittorio's place. Like, he, he offered us to stay at his, uh, like, sort of family house in the beach near Napoli. So, we went there and... I was, like, super down that day. Yeah, you know, and we were after, extremely yeah, tired. Super tired. Um, so we went to sleep very early that day, yeah. you know. And, and then the next day, I think, Vesuviano wanted to take us to meet Lo uh, Lorenzo? No. Uh, pa Pasquale. 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 He, he told us that he's the guy who has the biggest conqueror's hockey. Yeah, he's his shanks. Yeah. And this day... I was super down because, like, I love Vesuviano and I loved him even more in the last day. But in these first days, there was this subconscious battle to see, like, who is the best captain sort of thing. Like, who has the best conqueror's hockey and blah, blah, blah. And even though we were pretty even, in my opinion, in that, and we both respected each other, it takes a lot of my mental energy to keep that. Yeah, you were really down. I was day. really down because I was like, I, had no, I have no more energy to impress yeah. anyone. I just want to chill and, like... Yeah. Because we had, hadn't had like a, a, a normal day in the van where we were watching shit and have a chill breakfast without hurrying. Yeah, exactly. You and know? like for me, it was, it was that that I was missing and I was just so tired because like it was a lot of drinking, a lot of smoking weed, a lot of climbing. I was mentally really tired. I couldn't, you know, I felt clouds in my mind. And it was, Pasquale was amazing. Yeah. Like we, uh, we had a uh, very good conversation. He's a very interesting person and he definitely has a lot of hockey yep. to show. But it was a pity that it happened that day because we weren't in our best. Yeah. It could yeah. have been I, such I, a much I, better experience. I, I, I pity that day because... I wasn't in my best at all. I didn't even talk that much with, with Pasquale. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I was in my best, we would have great but conversations I, I, I together. I think that everyone understood that. They, yeah. like, it, no one was like regretful or like, what the fuck, these guys were close. Like, it was clear and they, they were super, they're very chill people. Yeah. Like from South of Italy, we noticed that people don't care that much, you yeah. know? So they, they are just whatever. Yeah, we, we, we also met Vincenzo that day. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Uh, uh, Vesuviano is an older, oldest brother and he has two other brothers, Pietro we talked about, the shiny Pietro, yeah. and Vincenzo, uh, which is the brother in the middle. 
Yeah. But, but we didn't, I didn't talk at all with Vincenzo that day. Yeah, no, me too. I guess we just shook hands. And yeah, we just actually waiting to eat. Remember? Yeah. We're so yeah. fucking hungry. And then Vesuviano took us back to the van, I think. Yeah, after we that. had our breakfast stuff. Yeah. We were watching The Expanse. Yeah, like yeah. Remember The Expanse? And I think it was a Sunday that day. And yeah. because the next day was a Monday and we and Vesuviano invited us to have dinner in his house. Yeah. Right? So nice. It was an amazing experience. His parents. Oh, but before that, the tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Sunday, right? No, on Monday. On before, Monday, yeah. yeah on before Monday. that, on Monday, we went back to the tattoo place and Armando tattooed us all with an X from One Piece. Yeah. Right? And I tattooed around my X that I already had, Vesuviano's main sort of symbol symbol yeah symbol which is the one of these his eyes uh, his uh glasses yeah they're like goggles goggles but like with spikes with spikes they're very i never seen anything like yeah. that before it's his thing yeah and it's pretty cool and vesuviano tattooed around his ex uh the the symbol of the the, the logo of the straw hats crew yeah. and i got my fox with an ex with an ex and andrea cool. also did an ex yeah right and I'm I, very mad at that. Yeah, and the, <laughs> and Armando was an amazing guy that day. Yeah, uh, he's just so such a, the nicest guy ever. <laughs> yeah, it uh, was really really nice. Yeah, and we uh, connected a lot with Vesuviano that day because it was so chill. It was just no talking. There was no more trying to impress each other. Yeah, like, and it was just like having fun and all that. And and then the dinner was was and, great. And, and before that, uh, that day I thought we sealed the fact that Andrea was a crew member. Yeah, me too. That's yeah. why I said I was mad. Yeah. Now. Even though there was the, the thing with the lights, he apologized in, in that the same day and he was like, sorry, uh, sometimes I say things like this and yep. blah, blah, whatever. Uh, so the next day when I do the tattoo, I'm like, okay, crew members are supposed to fight. Yeah. We fight we all the fight time. All the time man. You know, but, but that's how you really get to know someone and really get to see them as family because family fights and but they're there for each other, yeah. you know. And after the ex, I'm like, we're family, we're a crew. And uh, that night we went for Vesuviano's place. We had a great meal there with uh, his parents, which yeah. are amazing, welcoming, warm people. Yeah. You know? so the dinner, like the food was great. Yeah. Like we hadn't had like a, a dinner like that in such a long time. Yeah. And like his, I had a very, very long conversation with, with his mom, which is a super intense and sweet person. Yes. It was really, really nice. And his father is so ironic. And yeah. like, it's such a character. Yeah, right? and always smiling. It, re it reminds me so much of my parents, you know. Uh, because my mom is also super, super uh, emotional and intense and sweet. And my dad is always like making jokes yeah. and giving people nicknames and, and, and like always trying to see the better side of things, you know. So I related a lot with that night. It was a beautiful, beautiful moment that we had there. And it was the moment that we said goodbye to Vesuviano. Yeah, it was pretty emotional too. Yeah. So that weekend ended uh, and after a weekend of party and adventuring comes a week of work. Right, that's always how it's been for us. Yeah, like as we always do, the moment we say bye to Vesuviano, we could have slept the night in Naples, but we drove away. Yeah, because we, as always, we always do, do that. We did the same in Cerveteri after saying bye to the guys. We we just drove away and we went all around that beautiful coast. Remember? No, no, that that happened later after the the work. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sure. But before before that, we went to Pompeii. 
Oh yeah, we went to Pompeii first. You're we, right. We, we went to Pompeii. We went to Pompeii. And then uh, we parked the van somewhere in Pompeii, and then we just like walked a lot to the historical center, which is huge. Like a lot of history there. Oh, we saw those bodies, those famous bodies yeah. that have still the same shape as yeah. when they were burned by the the the, the, the steam. Yeah, and of gas. It, it's it was awesome like it wasn't like a crazy adventure you know but it was more like historical and touristing but it was great because it was the first adventure of just us as a crew yeah yeah just the three of us yeah you know and i, I was like yeah like i didn't have any anything in my mind telling that it was gonna end yeah. you know it, it was like a crew having an adventure it was awesome you know had a great time i shaved my beard yeah you <laughs> shaved your beard my yeah. god i forgot about that <laughs> Yeah, first time Jada saw me without a beard. Yeah, in person. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck are you?" <laughs> yeah. Because I I saw you shaving outside, but I thought you were just you know like adjusting yeah. it or something. Then you entered the van. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, and, and, but it was a great adventure there. We're not gonna yeah. get too much into it. And then we we went out of there and we drove straight to a McDonald's. Remember? No. Okay, we drove straight to a McDonald's where we were going to work, right? Because the week comes back. Are you thinking that I'm I'm getting wrong? The, the no, no, no. I just don't remember, honestly. I'm trying to... But you remember that McDonald's? No, I'm not sure which one you're talking about. The one that we had the fight. Okay, was, was it there? Okay. Probably, you're right, probably. I'm just confused. But you remember that McDonald's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember the yeah. McDonald's with the fight, of course. Yeah, so so we, we went for this McDonald's and then we started working. And I'm like, I never had another person in the crew to, to tell what to do. So, and like Jada has he, her, the things that she does. She write the content, like she, she edits the pictures, things like this, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so I need to find the priorities in my mind. What are the priorities? So we're both unemployed, so we need to find a job first for Jada because she has a smaller fat of money to be burned before she gets to zero. <laughs> so I'm like, Andre, you help Jada with with finding a job. And then at first he was like, this is a waste of time, you know. And he kept saying stuff like this. Uh, and then I'm like, yeah, just do it, man. Like, just just do it. Like, this is the thing. Like, when it comes to straw hats thing, I I uh, I didn't say it to him there. But in my mind, I was like, just, just fucking do it, guys. Because when it comes to straw hat things, you do what I tell. Yeah. That's how how the crew works, you know. Because uh, I'm also the CEO, not just the captain. Uh, and then Giada was also very stressed that day. Yeah, because like, like as, as we know by now, like looking for a job is worse than having a job for, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Like it's the worst. The worst. And so when I had to start doing that, I was pretty stressed because like you don't really know where to start. Like if you're if you have like a career, you know, like you've studied a profession, then your your ground is narrowed. Like in my case, and I guess in the case of many people, it's just like you can do different stuff, like sort of like average. And so you're not confident that you can actually do anything and you don't even know what you're looking for. It's really, it's really big. Like it really brought me down super much. And so when when I get stressed and anxious, I I sort of like complain more because I'm not confident of the results that I can get. And I also felt that and it wasn't Andrea that could help me to yeah. do it. You know, like because we even the, the small amount of time that we tried to work together on that, 
Like he was talking about stuff that were so distant from what I had in mind. And so it was really hard to... And kind of unreal. Like, kind of unreal. Because he was talking about making money on the internet as if it's something easy. Yeah. But when it's easy, you have to know that it's probably not going to be paid enough. Yeah. And yeah. He, that's something that he did. Like he said that for him, that was okay. And I was trying to make him understand that for me, that's not okay. If I have to work like 20 hours a week and gain shit, I'm not going to do that. I need to find a job that pays me enough for the little amount of time mm -hmm. for working. And of course, it's even harder. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I don't know all the steps to get to where we go or to, 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 to get the things that we want. In my mind, I, I prioritize stuff and then I create a plan to get there. Sometimes it's not the best, but it's what I come up with. And I'm confident that I've come so far with, with, that, with, that, with that mind of mine. Right. So when they were there and sorry to say this, but complaining a lot yeah, I know. I, no, in my right. mind, I, I, I'm like, fucking hell. Like, I, I don't know if that's the, the, the best way to go, but I, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a good way to start and just do what I say, because like I'm the captain here and that, that's what you should do. If you if you don't like it, I'm going to hear your complaints. I'm going to put in my mind if it's a better course of action in my mind i will take it but for there i i'm like this is what i think it's best for now now i understand that i could have done things a bit different and i'll, I'll probably explain it uh later what i mean but i was just like this affected me so much that that I, when andrea went to the toilet i just had this breakdown and how do i say like i just you just exploded exploded i'm just like you know, I'm just going to finish working the van because, like, it doesn't matter what I say here. You guys are just going to complain, whatever. Yeah. So I went to the van, but I couldn't work because I'm this kind of guy that when I'm emotional, I can't be rational, right? So I just went out to buy tobacco or whatever and kept running in my mind things that I was going to say to you guys. Yeah, and at the same time, I was going through the same process because I couldn't work there so like uh, like I I want I wanted you know to do what she's asked and so work with Andrea to find for me a job but I couldn't do it the stress was too much and every time there is a conflict especially be because like we, we've traveled together for so long and we always solve conflict through a nice conversation and so yeah, it was tough like, conversation sometimes. yeah tough conversation but like just talking and so it was like if this is not solved, if we don't talk this through, I can do shit. Yeah. And so I went back to the van waiting for you to come back. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in my mind, I think the same. I, I can't keep going if I don't have that conversation because uh, I'm also like in this state of mind. It's just my personality where I always want to address as soon as possible the things. Yeah, I, don't, I never too. keep in, in my mind or keep it growing. Especially if it's a conflict. Yeah. You know, it's, right. I need to tackle that. Like, and and it, it was the first time that I had to have a serious conversation with Andrea. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to have to have a serious conversation. It might not go well, but I'm, I'm hopeful that it's just first of many that we're going to have. And it's just going to strengthen the bond in the end. Mm -hmm. Right. So in my mind, I was playing situations that were so much worse in my mind for when I have to tell you guys things. And in my mind, I was going to tell worse things. Uh, in the end, I 
it didn't go the way I, I planned in my mind so intense. Yeah, also, it started like this. Yeah, like because you started with me and you were very tough. It's because you're me. the first to come, I think. Yeah, because I'm the one that I came here was like, we need to talk. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and I, I, you were, and we talked about it before, I, I you think, were much harder with me than you were with Andrea. Yeah. But, but the first thing that I told you was like, if you, if you don't back me up again, or if you, no, I, I think no. it was, if, if you, uh no complain if yeah you, like if you don't follow what i say or something you're like out that. of the crew yeah you know that, that was tough man yeah and, and and like it was the most emotional moment for me i didn't mean it but right there i just needed to vent like this yeah you know? and, and i need to I, show I knew, that i was I serious knew you, you know? didn't mean it but of course it hurts so yeah. fucking much but, but i but needed to was, show that i was serious and, and, and it was needed know? for me to hear that because it made me realize how fucked up the situation was getting yeah you want to talk about uh, you know what you realized from the conversation that we had yeah like um, basically the point is that like you you were hard on me you were too too harsh but what you were saying was right like my like my role in here as, as first mate is to take your side no matter what and then in case later tell you like yo maybe like yeah. you know discuss stuff you know sort of like privately but like I didn't do that, you know. I was just sort of like scared and pushed because Andre is very assertive and always talks like he has the truth in his hands. <clears throat> and he makes you think that he knows more than you when he probably definitely doesn't after all. And so I was pushed back. I was again, you know, that shy, shy person that doesn't expose herself and just, you know, tries to balance, you know, like not, not trying to many times undress that stuff and this stuff in which I wanted just to say like what the fuck dude and I never said that because like I did I know why I didn't I was scared in a way and so what I realized was that like yeah you were right like I failed you like the, the sensation that I had was like yeah I let you down in this for sure and then you talked with Andrea yeah but but before that let me just say that I I have this trauma in my mind that you know I I go uh, emotional when i feel like people are gathering against me yeah because it's in my life it's always been like this people gather to be against me and when i say something most people are going to disagree with you know so i'm just like fuck all over again like i built all this shit and now the people that live with me are turning against me to for, for what they want and i'm like this is not right you know in my mind i was like I, I won't allow this because I built all of this. And if they want to go against me, then they can just leave and begin their own crew. Mm -hmm. You know, because I'm just going to keep going by myself. I will not allow this as the captain, you know. And then I talked to Andre and I was more chilled because I talked to Jad already. So I was more rational when I talked to him. And I just told him, dude, when it comes to, to straw hats, I'm the captain and you're going to follow what I say, right? If you don't like it, they're pro you 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 have the the freedom to leave mm -hmm. you know i would love it would hurt i said that it yeah. would hurt but i i would have to accept it you know and then i think i told him more stuff like uh, yeah like i don't even remember now but that was the the main point you know and what he said was like of course like i i agree i understand if you were ever to come to a point to which for me it's not uh, I don't accept, uh, you know, I, then I will leave. But it's, the, the way he said that was like... Things are fine. Yeah, 
things yeah. are fine. Oh, I think I, I started by saying, dude, what are you doing here? Yeah, you asked yeah, him, like, I'm, why are you here? He entered and I'm like, Andre, why are you here? You know, and I'm like, because like we're trying to build something here. You know, this is a project. We have a purpose and all that. Like, and and, and I need you to respect that. You know, I need you to, to, to work for this as well if you're going to be here, you know. And you got two choices. I told him, you got two choices. One of them is to work for the Straw Hats, do what I say, you know, in the hours that we are working. And the other one is you stay here, do your stuff, but you pay us rent and it's not going to be cheap. Yeah. Right. Uh, so after all this conversation, he seemed fine. Like he went out for to, to walk. I also went out to walk uh, to think things through. And in the end, we were planning like, so if it's sunny tomorrow, we're going to go to the coast of Amalfi, Amalfi, Amalfi yeah. and if it's not, we just keep going down south. And uh, then it was sunny, so we went to Amalfi and drove, driving through the night to get to the coast. Yeah. We, I was, we were having a very nice conversation as a crew, as friends. Yeah, it was super nice. Yeah. It was there was an very, accident on the road. Yeah, it, exactly. It was a very nice drive, a very nice night. And the way the morning began the next day too was extremely positive and lightful because the coast was beautiful so yeah. it was an amazing drive and everything seemed chilled yeah and, and and i'm like i'm like i think this is this is strengthened us yeah you know in too. my mind i'm like i think this made us closer together but made us bond more you know oh something that you told me to not talk, say anymore and i agree with you uh is that after the conversation i was just like guys sorry like I don't like having these conversations, but I have to. Yeah. You know, uh, but I'm sorry the way I react. Or uh, and Jada, you don't think that's what I should say, right? I think yeah. I think like uh, because like now I, I know you very much, and so like I know the way I know how tough it is for you to have this conversation. So you you don't even have to tell that to me because I already know. And I think that with people like Andrea that just joined, if you want them to respect you, you shouldn't do it because that sort of like takes away all the, the assertiveness that yeah. you used before. Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't feel that that is necessary. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just me like really uncomfortable yeah, I know. emotionally. I know. know. And, and, and also like trusting that the crew would understand that I, I, I'm insecure sometimes, yeah. you know, that I'm not that determined uh, fire in the eyes guy that people see on Instagram and, and we're trying to show this more and more yeah. you know I even told Jad I think I don't know if he was there before or after I'm like fuck this shit that I that I super determined and I'll never give yeah. up like this bullshit the reason that I will never give up is that everything else in my life is too much pain mm -hmm. and I can't live that life you know, so that's why it's easier for me to not give up on this I, of course I'm super determined but I there are moments that I'm not yeah like you know there are like some, sometimes I guess we both just go on when we're in the darkest mode possible because this is all we have yeah and so what else yeah. so we go on but it's not that strong not it's not always the strong determination like all the time yeah that's yeah. for sure but I guess it's normal you know that's the point it's yeah super normal so the next day we drove through the coast of Amalfi it was a great drive then we went to this uh, Aria Sosta right and uh stayed there for a while we started working and then Andreas suddenly came to us and he said Cap can I talk to you and then in my mind I was like I, I know what's gonna happen yeah I, I've had this with Ari we, we weren't working we were watching stuff oh yeah we were watching stuff 
So we 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 stopped, and then I went to talk to him, and he, and then he was like, "So uh, what you told me like made me think, and you guys uh, like y y you feel so much for this project. You have this determination and purpose, and I just don't feel it, you know, for the project. So I decided to leave. And so, so can you drop me by tomorrow or whatever? And then." I'm like, at the moment that I was having the conversation, I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, I wasn't mad at the moment. It, it, built, up it built up through the day, yeah. how mad I was, you know? And then I came back to the van, I'm like, Andre left the crew. Yeah. You know? And I, I knew it already. Like the moment yeah. he asked you to talk to you, yeah. I, I knew that that was gonna happen. So my anger kept building up. And then there was a moment that he called me Cap. And I'm like, don't call me that. I'm not your Cap, man. Yeah. I'm not your cap anymore, you know. And then he said, "Can you uh, actually can you drop me out uh, at night? Because uh, there is a train that goes to whatever. Don't even know." And then um, I told him, "You know what? I'll just take you now. Mm -hmm. You know, pack your stuff, and I'm taking you now. Because yeah. I I can't be there with a guy that hurt me so much in there, just waiting for it. I, I need yeah. to solve that thing there." You know, and I was very emotional there, in a like, way that I, I I regret not taking some actions. That uh, right now I see that I would do it next time for a new member, but I'm glad I didn't do it for him. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. So you want to talk about the drive to to the to to live in another station? Yeah. So like b before we drove, actually, like I had I also talked to Andrea because he told me, of course, like he told me, like I don't know if. He told you that I'm leaving. I was like, yeah, like, what's up, you know? And he told me more or less the same stuff that he told to you, that he didn't feel, that he realized this wasn't what he wanted and that this project was much bigger than, than him. And he didn't feel he could do anything for, for this. So he basically didn't believe in that because, like, I felt like that thousands of fucking times. <laughs> you know that so much. But I never give up because I believe in it, and so yeah, that was it. Then we drove there to the, the to to the train station, and that was another moment that for me was a great lesson in failure, because like when when we drop him off, like and I was I was sure even when you were still driving, I was sure that it was go this was gonna happen, and I already had like planned all the conversation in my mind, but then again I was too scared to say something from the whole situation and what happened what's is the that conversation that you had planned your mind because you never told me you had to no the, you, like you not really planned a conversation but i told you about this before that that i was sure and that's what happened that we will like drop him off and you wouldn't you know it wouldn't be a warm goodbye like okay we just part ways whatever and then you probably didn't even want to talk to him and in my mind i was like if if you do that and when it happened I was like I should telling this this is your team talking like you should you know just come out say like it was nice goodbye and that was it you know and I didn't say anything at all I asked you like don't you want to like come out you said no and I just didn't say anything because I got so scared of you in that moment because you were extremely pissed <laughs> but the thing is I don't regret that I, I don't too and I actually like I, I still think I should have told you something yeah. because that would have been important but I don't think after all for how things played out especially with Andrei if it was another person another situation would have been different 
But with Andre, I don't feel that you needed to do anything too yeah. much different. Yeah, I just I just stopped the car and said good luck. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, then that was it. We drove back to the Agasosta. Then we drove back then, again then to get some more weed because we were destroyed. Yeah, you know, he he built the, the the trauma of of what happened built up slowly by the days with all sorts of different emotions. Like we went through all the stages of grief in those days, every day feeling different. And we really needed weed, so it was great that we had there. Yeah. And, and, and during those few days, it, it kept, I kept playing in my mind like, I can't believe we're two again. I want to be three again. Should I ask him back? Like, should I tell him, like, should I ask him whether there is a possibility that he would return and we can talk about things? Because we didn't even have a talk. A, a time to discuss things, yeah. to adapt to things. We didn't right? even try to change his mind. And, and that's what I was regretting there. But I don't regret not doing with him. But it's something that I'll probably do with someone else in the future. Mm -hmm. I didn't even try to make him stay. Or try to make him see like that he, he needs adapting to that. But I really want him there. Like he, he, he will find his place there. In my mind, I was so hurt that I didn't do that. Yeah, and, and I... I Like you should, like I'm, I'm glad in a way that we didn't try because I feel that Andre didn't deserve that, because uh, the all the expectations that he built, you know, following the project from our one year, I promise, always sort of like being there and all that, and then he just tricked us. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even know what he wanted because, like, for one year he promised that he was going to be traveling with us and he was going to go to Nepal. Yeah. So for one year, I was playing my, in my mind like, at least I'm going to have one crew member one year from now, right? And the time came. I was super excited about it, and all of a sudden he just fucking leaves. You know, not even trying to stay for longer, not even giving us a chance. And he told us, he told us that we were his flower. Andrea loves flowers and plants. Yeah. And that too. before he came. We're having an emotional before he arrived to join us. He were having an emotional conversation, like, "Oh, I'm so glad that you're joining. Like, uh, you're gonna protect us, man." And he was like, "Yeah, you guys are like my plants." And then he just laughed, and what was in my mind, he was like, "Aren't we supposed to be your fucking plants? Yeah. You know, like, are you supposed to protect us, to be here with us, yeah. you know, to nurture he us?" He didn't even, he didn't even try, and he didn't show any sign of wanting to try. It just, you know, took a decision that was like, I don't know, the first, the first difficulty that came in his path, he just left. And that we, we don't want a person with such a low yeah. resolution. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And, and, and then it made me realize many things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but before I talk about this, uh, we left that Arasosta, we drove down south to ba uh, Basilicata. Yeah, I guess we went to yeah. Basilicata already. Basilicata, and we stopped in this amazingly beautiful... Oh, we went to a few uh, parkings in the way. They were super beautiful, super beautiful, beautiful sunset. Yeah, My amazing God. sunset. We went to a few of them, like two, or, but nothing to talk about. It was just beautiful. And then we stopped in this one in Basilicata, which is a, a region that is, is in the middle of Calabria and, and Campania. And it's just a little part of it. And we stayed in this amazing parking space. We ended up staying there for a few days. And there I realized a few things. First of them, that I was trying to have a perfect crew. I was trying to have the crew of One Piece, where everyone has their purpose already. And they're all awesome in one specific thing. And they all look great. 
you yeah. know, and 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 I was putting in Andre the responsibility of being our shield, someone mm -hmm. that is going to be there to protect us because of his life experiences. He's not afraid of many things, especially like conflicts, uh, physical conflicts, and people trying to rob us or anything. So I was, it wasn't about Andre, it was about me being the captain of a crew of more than two people and having him fill that role that I wanted to be filled because I was scared. And and after he left for a few more days, I was scared of traveling again by ourselves. I'm not anymore. It just okay. became normal again. But I was scared there. And it wasn't about the person. It was about the position that needed to be filled. So in my mind, I'm like, I, I, I changed the, the way that I saw things. I'm like, we need to have in the crew people that love the project and they will do things for the project and they want to be here not just because it's a friends traveling together because we're doing something that matters yeah. you know me and jada we've been building something here that has a lot of value yeah. you know it, someone without that feeling can't just come in and change the way we do things you know yeah. we need to have in the crew it doesn't matter their appearance you know it doesn't matter uh, you know, to just to feel a position, they need to be here and they need to do what they can to see the project yeah. succeed. They need know? to bring something, you know, like some may, maybe something that we we never thought before, and they just come up, you know, with ideas. They just are interested. They want to feel part of this. Andre never wanted, never even like even before joining and leaving. He never showed the interest in wanting to help us building the project. And we were turning a blind eye on that. Yeah. Just because we were having another crew member. Yeah. We were kind of forcing in our minds him to be here. Yeah. You know? And that was a great lesson for us. Yeah. It was probably like the greatest lesson in all the adventure so far. Yeah. You know? Because it came with so much pain. Right? And the second thing that I realized uh, that I matured from this experience was that... I've been trying too hard to go viral and to be famous and to show people that I made it and that I'm a captain of a crew and that we're a real life One Piece crew, which we are, you know, yeah. but I wanted to show people, oh, we're growing, we have more people, like I'm a success, you know, and trying to do content to go viral. And right now, my sh perspective on this shifted so much. I'm like, what is my purpose? What am I doing here? Like, why trying to go viral for something that has no, 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 no essence, yeah. you know? So since then, we decided, I, I decided, then I told Jada, we're going to change the way we do things from now on. The way that we create content. Every single content is going to have a purpose to it, which is to help people out there. I don't know how many people it's going to reach, but if it reaches one person, it helps that person with their day then we, we, we are doing our job. And yeah. success is going to come naturally from that. It might take a long time, but it's going to come naturally. And we are going to be helping people. And what we're going to be doing is going to matter. So the content that we've been doing from now on always has a message or a lesson or something that we're trying to teach. Because right now, I feel so much more the purpose inside of me or trying to help people one by one, slowly, than I did before. We're making content with songs and trending music just to try to go viral with no real essence or content, deep content to it. And now every single time, I told Jada, in the beginning she didn't understand, but now she gets it. Every single content that we make has a message, has something, something that is going to help someone through the day. 
we've been much more honest and, and genuine about our experiences here, trying to show the insecurities and the bad sides of everything, you know, because that's how we connect and relate to people because we are normal people as well. We go through a lot of shit. And the only way that we're going to be able to really help people uh, and show them that the problems that we go through is problems that they go through is by showing that we also go through the shit, right? So it was the most traumatic experience we've had that I've had also. It was worse than Artie uh, that I've had and Jada had in the whole adventure, but it was also the greatest moment of teaching because it made us grow so much maturing yeah and if you and that was just the beginning for me and maybe for you too but i feel especially for me of this amazing growth process that i went through in the past two three weeks since andrea left uh and like now we're gonna talk more like there is another mvp that we haven't mentioned yet that is the one that you know triggered a lot of changes for me and that was that was just the beginning and so yeah like let's let's talk about Rom because we just we met him there so it's, okay. it's only fair to talk about uh, Rom. so now. we were in this amazing beach in basilicato right and uh we were very sad there still you know uh the weed was done so we had to deal with the, the thing yeah sober you know and it was super tough. And then all of a sudden we were exercising one day and then this van parked near ours. It was just our van and his van. Yeah. And he just greeted us with a very nice smile. Yeah. He Hello. Just, yeah, it was like, good morning. Yeah, good morning. And, and then there was the, and then I, I felt something. I'm like, I'm trying to be more present in the moment and talking more with people. So one of the times that we're like having breakfast or cooking or something like this, I went outside and I'm like, I'm just gonna start a conversation with yeah, this guy. Yeah, I guess when we bought, when we went, there was like showers there that was super cold, but it was nice because the weather was perfect. And in both cases of us, like he was, we, we just started short, random conversation with him. You know, it was just parked there. And, but then there was a moment in which like we, we just, I guess, rolled the Siggy. We wanted to go for, for a walk. And I knew you had a calling at that moment because you went, what you always do, be like, okay, come with me. <laughs> and then just start working towards Ron's van. We invited him for a walk. And that was the beginning of a great friendship. Yeah, yeah. It was the start of an amazing friendship that is still here, you know. And uh, we're talking about weed, I think, there. Yeah. And then we, because he was struggling to get weed. Yeah. And then we were just like, no, that's easy. Come with us. Yeah, but, but he told us, like... I thought of asking you guys, yeah. but, but but I'm overthink stuff and I, and I don't just ask people things, you know, I'm afraid of that, you know, I'm insecure in this. And, and then uh, you guys mentioned this and we were like, dude, we, we can help you. We get weed all the time. We never failed. Yeah. And I was like super confident because of... I was a bit skeptical because the place where we were was really, really small, uh, like a very small village, but like... We our our percentage rate of success with getting weed is hundred percent. So I was sure we will figure something out. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of the easiest ones. Yeah. We went obviously for the train station first. Yeah, and and, and then I asked the girl like the, the woman that worked in the fucking bakery. Yeah, the bar, bar, the bar sort of thing. 
like a 50, 40, 50 yeah. years old. And Jerome was like, he didn't really do that. Yeah, I was like, this guy's mad. <laughs> and then we were just driving, like trying to find a park. And then we saw some people playing football. Yeah, and we're like, definitely someone that smokes. I I'm like, young people, that's definitely someone that smokes or knows where to get. So we just went there and I, with my really broken Italian... Yeah, I, I, I still wonder to this day why you, you started the talk. I don't know. But but it was okay, like because usually I start, I yeah. do the talk. So, for that, so, so I went there and I'm like, hey, so you guys know where we can get some weed? And then they were like, no, we don't, blah, blah, blah. And then Jada, you came and said that... Like, uh, yeah, I guess I just continued the conversation. Or some you know? place said, that we can... Yeah, I asked them, like, do you, don't you know anyone or some places where we can go? And I guess, you know, seeing, probably seeing a person that speaks Italian, you know, sort of made them feel more, more comfortable in a way. Because after five minutes, the guy was like, okay, I have someone. I'm, I'm going to go and get you for you. Yeah, and the guy went, like, out, out. He stopped watching the football game. Yeah, and he, and he went to get the weed for us. And then yeah. Jerome was like, "You guys are crazy." Yeah. Like and he was, he was so impressed. Yeah, he <laughs> was, was so impressed. impressed. He's a he's a Belgium guy, by the way. Uh, sort of redhead. Yeah, blondish. Blondish redhead. redhead. Really, really the nicest person. Really similar yeah. to us. Very yeah. similar to Giada in some ways, and very similar to yeah, me in other ways. It's crazy because, like, uh, that's why it was uh, it's so interesting. It was such a growing project because he's older than us, like ten years older, and he can understand both our point of view that like are different. We have different personalities, and he can help us both somehow without even wanting to help us just through conversation. And the thing about Jerome is he shares our overthinking stuff and and he's he's also been through a lot in his life so he's very wise in some of the things yeah you know but the, from experience but from yeah. experience but the most amazing thing i noticed from him is that he's probably super able to learn from conversations yeah he is is amazing like really like from a simple conversation about anything he thinks about it again and is uh, is able to admit if if he changed his mind Easily be like, you know, like I give it a thought, I slept over it and I was thinking this. Now I talk to you, I think about it and I was wrong and now I think differently. Yeah. And it just tells you this like this. And that day we went back to the to the van we and then we put the, the tables outside. Yeah, remember, I had yeah. a great time drinking yeah. and, and smoking weed. Yeah, like everyone with his joint, remember, because like we were like, we we don't need that, that you know, sort of like social joined to meet each other by now we are already you know just friends chilling it was like meeting an old friend because it yeah. was like talking to someone you didn't have to hide anything from you yeah you there know? was no struggle at all to open up with him or to try you know to connect it was so natural and i guess uh you know in a way it was it was even more natural than the guys in Trovetri because they are much older and they and don't speak they don't speak english, english. yeah, yeah. So that it's different. It's a different experience. But Chagwetter is still in my yes, heart forever. Of course. <laughs> and then I think that night or the next day we decided that we would just keep going together. Like uh, I don't think we did did decide that. We're just like, oh, I think we're thinking of moving. He was like, yeah, me too. Like uh, I found this place there uh, south of here in Calabria. And oh, actually no, no, we were planning we were on pla leaving. He was planning on leaving to meet his uh, his girl, yeah, or something like that. And then we we said, oh, but we want to climb this yeah, hill. Yeah, it's gonna be my birthday. And yeah, we want to climb this hill because there is this this 
statue that is like Christ Rio the Redeemer. De, yeah, Rio de Janeiro Italian version. Yeah. And then we, we did that. Me, Jad and Jerome did the adventure from the sea level to the whole top of the thing. And it was so much longer than we expected. It was so crazy. It had so many levels. Yeah, it was it was an amazing First adventure. level climbing the town. Second yeah. level, going through nature, like in actually no path, going yeah. to house path. Yeah, then again in the asphalt. And then we meet the pilgrimage. We, we just met these <laughs> random people, random old guys who were doing a pilgrimage uh, every week. And that day they were doing it again to this church built by this uh, Tibetish no, guy. No, just the guy said Asian. Asian I don't know guy from. from Asia. Yeah. <laughs> More, more I, I'm trying to be more specific yeah, here, you know. Yeah. Whereabouts? Asia. Asia. You know? yeah. Asian guy yeah. from Asia. And the, the, the pilgrims, they embraced us in the group. They just we were just part of it. Yeah, they were like, yeah. just come with us. And yeah. like we thought at first we thought that that, that track would uh, bring us up to the Christ. <laughs> like like metaphorically and literally at the same time. Uh, but it didn't. It was actually it made the path much longer. And then we went back to the asphalt, all through that sort of like residence area. Yeah. Then again, back to the trail, we smoked a couple of joints and did the first part super high. With we, we were so We were so high. We yeah. have with points. <laughs> and then like, we, we climbed the, the last part and, and the, the sort of le- top of the mountain there was a sort of abandoned town. You know? It was amazing. Kind of... Like, a ghost like old town. civilization yeah. sort of thing. And then we walked a bit more and then we saw this stairway to heaven. Yeah, going through the Christ. Oh my God, what a place. It was beautiful. And then we, we met two people. Yeah, because we were like, guys, we are so fucking tired. We need to find a way to get down without walking all the way yeah. down. If there is a bus or something, who cares? And then when we were there... Just be- even before starting climbing the stairs, these two people passed. And, w- and I was like, that's our ride. Yeah, yeah. And then I talked to them. They were super nice. Yeah. Super, like, actually, not just gen- uh, uh, polite. They were nice. Yeah. You know, and they drove us all the way back because it was going to be so fucked up if we had to climb back because it was going to be night. Yeah, we were so tired. Yeah. So it was a complete success adventure. After that, we decided to go to the next beach together. And then we kept doing this. No, but he left for some days because on oh, your birthday, yeah. he wasn't with us. That's true. He, he, he had to meet his girlfriend for like two or three days that she was visiting him, like girlfriend. Like yeah. So what did we do? The... We went, uh, I brought you for your birthday to that place with oh, the beautiful my racing God. car. The first stuff that we saw in Calabria. Yeah, yeah, we swam naked. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing, man, to really feel good. the water in the whole body. And it was this clear water it was blue so beautiful and it was it wasn't cold despite yeah. the fact that it's still not summer it was just so fucking perfect it was a better uh, adventure than expected yeah. i thought it was going to be something quick but it was quick but it was, but it was super so much, beautiful yeah there were levels in levels. there too because we also climbed up to the rock at first yeah. before going to this eden beach with the uh, this it has like this sort of hard structure made yeah. of rock Really nice. And so what happened next is that we were driving to some other place that I don't even remember the name. And the memory broke. Remember? Oh, yeah. In my birthday. Yeah. That day was my birthday. Yeah. And the, we were going down in this town. And the, the marriage just, just turned off. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, okay. Parking place. Yeah, you, you told me, like, the car is off. It was just like, park there. 
Like, there is a park in there, just pull over. We were so lucky we were that it was so in a downhill and that there was a park. Yeah, we were so lucky. But we were chiller than normal, calmer than normal. Very calm. Honestly. Yeah, very calm. Because it happened like, before and yeah. like, we'll just, we'll just go to the vacuum. That's yeah. a problem, you know. And we talked to my parents that day and they also calmed us more. Yeah. A bit. So we're just like, oh, what can we do? Yeah, because then it was a Saturday, I guess. And so... Like, whatever, like, until Monday, we can't do anything because the places are all closed by now. So no need to stress now. We we found a, a parking and that's good enough. Let's just wait. Let's enjoy the birthday, right? Yeah. And uh, we, we had one, again, of the easiest weed mission ever. We, we just went out <laughs> to get it. And then the first guy that we saw, we were like, hey, do, do you know where we can find weed? And he's like, how much? I'm like 20 euros and then he's like yeah i have this with me yeah but it was funny because like usually like we we go and talk to people that are you know like dressed in black and sketchy like in the train station that you already know that they are dealers uh, this guy we were walking the street and he was walking the opposite direction and we just stopped him yeah like, like that and he had 20 grams with him it was weed you yeah. know it was it was so, so funny good. it was really funny yeah and and then uh, we had this weed night. It was pretty cool. You yeah, know, we went true. out for drinks. We went out for drinks. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It wasn't a gr great night of drinks. Yeah. Was it? We went to this Europa place. Oh! Uh, Genova. Gen Hotel Genova. Hotel, Hotel, Gen Hotel Genova. Yeah, it, it wasn't spectacular. Yeah, yeah. and you told normal. me, you're like, I don't feel a calling here. Like, no. stuff is gonna happen. Yeah. You know? and, and it didn't. It didn't. But the calling was for the next day. Because the next morning, we woke up 12 a.m. with someone knocking the door and Jada was in the bed that day so yeah. she was like fuck fuck I have to get up and see it was like police. police or whatever it was Jerome and then Jerome was like what did he say arigato arigato <laughs> and then we're like Jerome what are you doing here and Jerome was three hours south from us driving and he came back that morning because we messaged him told the situation yeah and I was like oh do you have some tips or whatever and then we, we didn't think that he, nothing was going to happen. Like, yeah, but he came back and in five minutes... Five minutes, he, he fixed, fixed the, car. the car. It was so awesome, man. My God. He fixed the fucking car in five minutes. It was just like, oh, just press the accelerator when you're turning the car on. And he turned the... Fucking turned on. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And then we drove to... I, I remember we went to Tropea alone. I don't remember if it was before or after. I guess it was after this because Rupert is southern, so I'm not sure why Jerome wasn't with us in that moment. I guess we separated for maybe a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. And then we went to this Aria Sosta again to charge the battery. Yeah. Oh, Jerome fixed, fixed the, the, the fridge, right? Yeah. Also. But where did he fix the fridge? I don't remember well, exactly when we, where we were when yeah. he fixed the fridge. But he fixed the fridge. He fixed the fridge because, anyway, man. Because he 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 was uh, he he worked with fixing fridges in in, in Coca Cola machines, so like a calling because the fridge wasn't working and summer is coming, so we're like we have to get it working. And in five minutes, fixed he the fixed fridge. the fucking fridge. That's awesome. And now fucking it's, hell. Now it's working. The electric system keeps working. Yeah. Like when we have sunny days, it's perfect. You can work with both computers. Yeah. And, and just, the day ends with the battery full. Yeah. It's. It's just best life right now. Yeah. And so, like, we, we had that super dark moment and meeting Jerome really let us escape from our darkness. It's like we were so sad that we're not going to have a third member traveling with us. Uh, and then the universe 
put, put someone else almost instantly in our lives that is still with us. Jerome is still with us yeah. right now. And uh, then we went to Tropea and then you had a sort of a shitty moment and I was affected by it. I also had a shitty day about work, remember? Fighting yeah, a job. Yeah, yeah. And it was that guy that, that talked was made me yeah. so anxious at the 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 Arasostader. It was so pressing about being paid and we needed to get cash and I was doing something else and I just felt so pressured by him. And so yeah it was it was wasn't one of our best day but nothing too serious. Yeah, but we talked all. about it and we got better. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We just and, needed to vent. And then we drove to where Jerome was, right? And we stayed there for I think two, three days, didn't we? In that place, it was yeah, uh, Capo, Vaticano. Capo Vaticano. Yeah, so uh, interesting stories about Capo Vaticano. Interesting stories. That was also like uh, up and down for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's all part of that growing process because, like the the I guess one of the days we just stayed there and worked because yeah. we needed to, and then we one of the day was like already like 5 p.m. around 4 or 5 p.m. We decided to go on an adventure because this place was like on a cliff. And you had to climb down and there were many small like hidden beaches that you can reach by climbing the rocks and stuff. And uh, so we, we climbed down to the first beach, which was already pretty tricky descent. Yeah. It yeah. was already it was dangerous. Tricky, and when we got there, we smoked one. Yeah. And we guess, tossed the coin, a coin. We tossed the coin to see if going right or left. And, and then we went left. Along the coast, which was all rocky. Yeah. So it was know? all climbing stuff. Yeah, yeah jumping rocks, climbing rocks. It was pretty cool. And do you want to talk about your experience there? It was amazing. Like yeah. that, that day, that, uh, the first adventure there was amazing. I was scared as fuck in many, many moments because like, uh, I, I'm not good. At those, at those, I never did that. So I'm not good. I'm not fit. And I'm... Also, like, I always have the pressure in my mind that, like, I'm slow and all that and brings me down. But that day, I didn't feel the pressure. I was okay with everything. I guess the joint helped yeah. in that, for sure. And I w it was, like, it was really nice. We had a couple of... There, there was the, the best moment. It was, like, the final moment when we were to reach this final place in which the only way was really, like, actually to climb it, uh, uh like on the side, an almost rock. vertical rock. Yeah, it was a vertical rock, and then you had the sea. It was like just one meter. So yeah, that's why I went for it because I wasn't dangerous. I was like, worst case scenario, I fell in the sea. Yeah, I'd get all wet. Who cares? Yeah, doesn't matter. But it was. It, it took me. I was stuck there. I couldn't move anymore. I didn't know how I'll, to go. Farther I'll tell you what. Enough. I didn't think Jada could do it because I was. It was very hard level for me, you know, to climb that in the first place. So we went back, and then I, I was like. We're probably not even gonna come here because I don't think Jada will be able to do it. But Jada went for it without yeah. complaining any time. Yeah, I just felt like, let me try, you know? Let me just go for it, let me try. It took, it took us like half an hour again yeah. to get me through. And you guys were amazing in helping me. Jerome was awesome. Jerome was really, really awesome. It really, because it really, it's a very calming personality. And I was watching that from afar in the first place before I went down to help in the final moments. And I saw Jerome helping Jada, I'm like, I'm loving this. This yeah, is what a crew does. It was super nice, man. It was just really, really sweet, really nice. And so we went there. Then it got dark. It's like it, the, the sun was setting. It was a beautiful sunset again, by the way. And we were like, how do we go back? Because like uh, going forward, we Jerome said there was a beach and a place, but 
was still far away and uh, there was a lot of climbing to do. We went to check and it was really difficult. So to, to go back, me and Jerome, we entered the water and just climbed back into that path and then just uh, walked the, the other way. There was this stair that was, was for our private property. We just climbed the stairs and went back to civilization. Yeah. It was easily that. Uh, the, what was the problem, in a way, with all that, is that uh, that experience made me feel super happy and super confident I could do anything. And also, I guess, raised my expectation of myself and your expectation on me. Yeah, for sure. That's true. Which, of course, no one just improves and gets perfect with one experience only. And we needed to learn that with the adventure the next day. Because the next, the next day, we again went down to the beach and decided to go the other side. And already, uh, the first part was tricky. And I was really stuck. I, was, I didn't know what to do. And I saw you getting pissed and like uh, sort of disappointed. That affected me so much. I, I have this problem in me that I get pissed very quickly. You know, I get mad very quickly and I can't control it in the moment, you know. And in there, I'm like, I'm going to get pissed if I stay here. So I just, I went further by myself. And it was Jerome and Jada, you know, in that moment. And what what gets me pissed is not that it's that you you are slower than us and i told you this in the moment you're slower and i just sit down there and wait is that is the thing that like you you were saying like i can't do this yeah but, because but then, i was very stuck yeah. in my mind yeah at that moment it's it now it seems so stupid but when I was there, the anxiety, the, the fear, the all the emotions was really like paralyzed me. And, and the thing that I, that I place Jad into so much pressure is that because uh, before now, I had decided that she was going to be the captain once I was going to stay in Nepal. Yeah. Right. And, and so in my mind, I'm like, I have to train her to be as good as me. That is something that I didn't know you were doing. You know, so uh, f for me, it was just proving to belong here. Yeah, but let, let's just rephrase this. It's not that I think Jad is worse than me, right? <laughs> like, good as good as me, and, and it doesn't even matter the her ability to climb. Yeah, it was the determination in there that was lacking, right? Yeah, it's the, the, the trying and the, like, I can do this. Like, yeah. let, let me just look for all the possibilities and do this. And by myself, let me figure this out, you know? And because I feel, I feel like if I'm gone and there's someone that's going to lead this crew, it needs to be someone who is going to be the one to, to be confident about the next step yeah. and like to, to face it, even though they're scared. And there was the whole jumping in the water thing. Yeah, the two, that, that, that paralyzed me even more. Like you had to push me or I wouldn't have jumped and it wasn't scary at all. I don't know why I got so scared because from that moment, all the... Everything was so much in my mind that it was it was too much. It was yeah. impossible for me to think rationally. And like like for you, like I didn't know this captain thing that you were talking about, that you were like so like training me or, or that. For me it was even more basic, be like I need to do this stuff to have a place here. You know? So it was another level and I was like I I don't deserve to be here because I can't do shit. You know, I am too too weak. I'm too, I'm I'm not brave at all. So yeah, it was a shitty day. Yeah. The day the yeah. day was pretty bad. And then it doesn't end there. Then Giada, uh, me and Jerome, we decided to keep going along the coast, which was gonna get way trickier. 
And Giada decided to go yeah, back. Yeah, I went back the same way as before because it was getting dark and I knew I could, like, I wasn't in the state of mind or or even physically to do anything more. So I just went back to the stairs as before. And you guys had a crazy adventure there. Yeah, yeah. So your adventure was just going the stairs and waiting us there, yeah. right? Yeah. To, to pick you up because there was a fence to go over. Yeah, I needed your help to go climb down the yeah. the, the, the fence. So, so I would just sit there and wait for you. Me and, and Jerome, we kept going. Jerome said, oh, it's just one more rock. Uh, you just go along, uh, across one more rock and we're going to be in the in the beach where it's like an uh, actual beach with a cafe. It was, whatever. that's right. It was. We had to go to three, four, and it was getting tougher and tougher. There was a moment that we had to climb a negative angle rock. And that was scary. It was like the highest level I've ever been, you know? And the problem is there was the sea down there, but there it wasn't that deep. I mean, you probably wouldn't die, but there was a chance you might hit rock, mm -hmm. you know. And after, but but I'm fine. I'm confident in my climbing skills, and I, I don't get stressed because I've done it a lot. So mentally, I was fine. The moment that I got a, a bit of panic in there was because when it was getting dark and we had to decide what we we're gonna do was when there wasn't any way to go through the rocks to the next rock so we had to go through the sea and i don't like water at all i'm super afraid of, of water because i'm always wondering what's going to be, be below me you know and in the dark in the dark so it wasn't scary. dark but it was getting dark so i'm like we have to go now so i didn't even let jerome go first i was just like i just jumped first i'm like I don't even want to think about it. As I was telling you yeah. when you were trying to jump, before you were took your clothes off to jump in the water there, I'm like, just take your clothes off and jump before you let your mind yeah, make you stop you. Yeah, and I couldn't do it at the moment. Yeah. So I, I didn't even let my mind do it. I just jumped in the water. And like I had a bag and I had this thing that protects the bag from rain. But And I'm like, that's the only thing I can have it to protect it from getting soaked. It didn't work. Nope. In the beginning, yeah, sure, it was floating, but then the sea is all moving and water gets in. And I just found found the first rock that I could find to get me to the next place. And then I just tried to get the bag up, but it was super heavy because it was soaked of, all soaked of water. And like when I was trying to put, push the bag up, I was going down and I got like panicked at that moment, you know. And it, it worked out in the end. Everything was soaked, my, my shoes, the bag... Uh, luckily, we didn't have the external hard drive there. Yeah, you didn't have the iPhone too. The, the iPhone I too, because I, I gave to Giada, you know, I'm like, take it so you can message people if something happens. And uh, so after that, we climb all the way up and I'm like super tired mentally. I'm like my limit because of that experience in the water. And then we got to Giada because I'm like, I can't stop now. I'm super tired, but I can't stop now. I need to see if Giada is fine, you know. So we went there and then Jada was in the top of the <laughs> Yeah, this thing. this thing, like it's two, three meters high. Yeah. And then when you're trying to go down, you're like, I can't do this. And, and then that moment, I, I couldn't have any more space in my mind to be patient. It was wrong of me, but I just got super mad. Yeah. And, and but I got mad too, because like, I guess my reaction actually calmed you down because it was the Aki talking. I was like, dude, if I'm afraid, I'm afraid. What can I do? Like, I can't like... Like, there are fears, like, you, okay, don't let your fear control, but I'm telling you I'm afraid right now, what can I do? Yeah, you know? and, 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 <laughs> and, and they, whenever yeah. Jada has the haki, calms me down, because uh, fear or cowardice makes me more anger, angry, but, uh, like, determination makes me, like, okay, fair, yeah. that's, that's that's what's happening yeah. here. And, yeah, like, exactly. 
So, so yeah, like it was easy after all. I just yeah. climbed down and, and we went back. And we it. drove that same night to to uh, Reggio 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 Calabria. Yeah, really. The same oh. night. No, no, not no. to this to the Reggio Calabria itself, but to a place to a that place was near. close by where yeah, where we took the ferry. Yeah, we, we slept there. No, no, no. We we, we <laughs> went to a place close by, and then the next day we drove there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. To get the ferry, and Jada was in a bad place. I was in a bad place. Remember, it was kind of, tri- you know, the whole thing that happened yeah, really affect- affected us. It affected me super much. I was really, really down after that experience. I really felt like I, I don't belong here. Yeah, the, the same night, uh, the same day that we went to to Reggio near where we can get the ferry, we got the ferry that same day. Yeah. And the ferry was like 30 minutes, super quick. We, it wasn't even time to smoke a cig. Yeah, it was it was super 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 fast. You know, and and uh, then after that, the drive, uh, uh, Jerome had already the place to stay for that day, and that drive was super shitty. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, because we talked about this kind of stuff, and, and you told me very th- dark things there, and yeah. I was dealing with it, and it was like tough. things like uh, y- you would never get better, and yeah, and and uh, I I guess I told you like I'm it will come a day in which you realize that I'm shit, and you just gonna ask me to leave, and that and I I'm like this is offensive. Yeah, this is offensive. Yeah. You know, I remember you saying yeah, that. I'm, I'm, this is very offensive. Uh, I was telling her, yeah. and then. We went to the beach where Jerome was, and, and, and I told you in, in that drive, I'm like, talk to Jerome. Yeah, but I, I wasn't, immediately I wasn't feeling comfortable to, to do that, um, because I wasn't rational, because there was too much emotion again, like it was still like dark mode, and so I couldn't really think straight. The moment we parked there and you were feeling like, you were also feeling shitty, and so there was no, I, I asked you if you wanted to talk. You said no, and so I knew that it was because you needed your time to think stuff, and then we. Yeah, I remember that. You're like, "What's on your mind?" And I just didn't say anything. Yeah. And it's like, "You want to talk?" And I'm like, "No." No, and I was like, "I was like, okay, like you, you need you do your thinking, and then we're gonna talk because that's how we always." You didn't did. say that, but no, you, I, I told, you I told it. Yeah. And, and then before you talk about your conversation with your mom, let me talk about what was going on through my mind. Okay, I'm like. In my mind, I had two things. I'm like, how can I expect the person that is going to succeed me as captain to think that they can never get better? Because I'm fine with person being weak or afraid, but I'm not okay with them not being brave to face it and get better. You know, because that's what a captain needs. Yeah. We don't always know what to do, and we're not always confident and and and, and not scared. So I'm most of, many times I'm scared, but I, I face it, you know, even though I'm super afraid. And I'm like, the person that succeeds me needs to have that. And, and then I'm like, with my trauma in my mind, I'm also like, Jada is gonna leave because she's gonna she's gonna come to me and she's gonna say that she doesn't belong here. And, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm playing this this movie where I'm on Instagram, and. I'm I'm like this is the face of a failed captain who's never able to keep anyone in the crew, but I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna go to Nepal. I'm still gonna take the Mary there. I'm not gonna give up on this. And even if I have to go through this alone, uh, even if I die, this is this is what I'm gonna do. You know, that's what was going on through my mind. And so, like while you were going through all these, I went to talk to Jerome because like I needed that. And I when I when I. Calm down, you know, and Rashna was like, why not? 
<laughs> it's, it's Jerome after all, so what can happen? And he, he was the, the, the first time of, like two, in two times we had a very long conversation in which he had me. That one was the first step towards redemption, <laughs> in a way, towards growing. And I don't even uh, remember, I won't even go into detail about all the stuff that we talked about. But it made me feel, you know, it brought again the resolution in me, the determination and all that. One thing that he, he said that already like, and you, you told me that before, but having another person saying that always helps. He told me like, just you don't have to do anything to, to be here and to belong here. The fact that you're here is enough. And the fact that you keep going is enough. And I, I, I knew instantly that it was right. And then I always talk like that because like after Andrea left, I remember telling you that like I was actually proud because I stick to my decision despite a lot of struggles and stuff. And and after what happened there, the climbing, the jumping in the water and all that, I sort of lost the moment. I was completely lost and um, I needed to be reminded that. And so he helped me super much. You talked for like an hour or more? Yeah, we talked for a very long time about all sorts of stuff because he also was going through a lot. And actually, at that moment when he talked to me about stuff, I told him something that made him change his mind about things. You know, so like I... In, like, an exchange. Yeah, it was really an exchange. You know, there were like a conversation that brought uh, reactions. So it was a, a useful conversation. Very, very amazing. It was it was the first therapy sessions yeah. <laughs> with him. First of many. <laughs> first of many, probably, yeah. It was it was very, very good. And then we came back, I came back to the van and we talked. Stuff yeah. true. And we talked and you, you, you told me about the thing that like, I don't need to prove anything to you. Or, or to, to, to people to belong yeah. here, you know, and, and you're talking also about like how most of the time you try to prove things to people, you know, and, and that you, uh, y now you realize that you don't have to prove things to me. Yeah, and then the, uh, I, I have to do stuff and think stuff and make the decision, putting myself first and not what other people expects from me or what I think that other people expect from me, which is usually wrong, by the way, because you always think that everyone, that, from my point of view, I'm the center of attention, you know, so everyone is thinking about me, judging me and looking at me because I see the world from my point of view, of course, and it's not like that. I just have to do stuff for, for myself and just accept that, that other people might not like it. It doesn't matter. I, if it's good for me, it's good enough. Yeah. No, yeah. and that was uh, that was good. And then, like we um, we went out. Yeah, we went out with Jerome. With Jerome for drinks. First, first night out in Sicilia. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Yeah, we had cool. we had a very good pizza and and stuff. By the way, that that they gave us, and yeah, that was it. The next day, I guess we we moved to Milazzo. That place. Yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The next day we moved to Milazzo and we spent a day there, to be fair. Yeah, and, and an afternoon, Because we needed to work and it got like cloudy and rainy and we don't have that energy to work in the van when it gets like that. Yeah. You know, so the next morning we left for the McDonald's. Yeah. And we also had a conversation there and you were also on a bad day there for a different reason, I think, right? Uh, yeah, it was more the... Um, it was about the uh, good habits, like healthy, eating healthy and losing weight uh, and all that. And then there was And also about else. the reason why you're here and, and like the purpose. And yeah, because I uh, like the first conversation with, with Jerome triggered a lot and clarified a lot of things. 
but also of course as always happens with good conversation brought a lot of doubts at the same time so when you said the stuff about the the food uh i went again explain this just so people don't think i'm controlling you in food no like the, i asked you actually like the point is that i was trying to to eat better and eat less so i could get fitter uh, which was my my personal goal and i asked you to to check on that to be my accountability partner in uh, on that and so i don't even remember what you commented about i i, I said about the peach thing Yeah, there was this the, the, this, uh, this syrup fruit that I was eating. It was like, uh, are you sure that that is actually good because it has a lot of sugar? That that and, and you knew that it would trigger something. And I told you, I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna tell you something here that might not go well, yeah. but I need to tell yeah. you. Yeah, and I really appreciate that you did that because like I it did trigger something. It did trigger even because after all, it was like all that it triggered again wasn't about the food or stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was so much more insecurity. It, it was about like because you never felt better. You were always trying to to like help uh, do things for people. You never felt better to be nice. And, and and then I told you like this is actually kind of self selfish, remember? Yeah. That that like because you all you only do things for people for so they will like you. Yeah, and so it it was fucked up. Yeah. That the, the, my way of thinking, you know, of being was pretty fucked up. And again, you told me you should talk to Jerome. And, and again, went, you had a resistance to it. Yeah, for because I didn't want to bother him. Yeah, I was like, I can't always go and ask. And for I'm help. like, allow people to help you, you yeah. know, because helping other people yeah. for real But feels I, good. And then I, I went and I talked to Jerome. We talked for a very long time. I totally opened my heart even more than the, the two days before, whenever it was, and we talked the first time. It was an amazing conversation. Like I, I finished talking to him and. I felt like I was a different person and I still think I am. And I think that it's one of those things that is not going to change. You know, it's not one of those moments you would think like, oh, everything is different and then it's not. I really think that this was a, a milestone in, in, in my growing path as a person because it made me realize much better what what I want to be, you know, not, not what I not what I am now, you know, and all that, but like what I want to be and sort of like how can i get there you know what is the the way to to get there of course it's not going to be uh like a easy it's, it's going to be ups and downs ups but you definitely downs. increase oh, the average there yeah. much more like it was such a jump forward you it's impossible to explain you took a le- you took a leap and you fly oh you fly away <laughs> <laughs> spread your wings <laughs> and fly spread your wings and fly <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was that. It was a great moment. And again, like something amazing about Jerome is all uh, both times I went to him like asking for help, and he was the one be like, "Thank you for the conversation because you really helped me." I was like, "Wow." Yeah. <laughs> and I, I I love that about him because he sees this moment not like if someone is coming to you asking for help, but he always takes something from that experience to his own personal experience of growing as a person. And it's, it's really amazing. It's actually impressive. And I guess seeing him acting like him, like the way he is, was pretty inspirational. Yeah. Like, can be like, it's a very amazing person. I would love to be a person similar to him. How about we go there and say hi to him? Let's go. <laughs> Jerome! Geronimo! Geronimo! The worst! <laughs> Jerome!
So right now we're recording our podcast. It's one hour, 53 minutes, and we talk a lot about you, and we just want you to say hi. Hi. <laughs> the, worst. the worst. And I wanted to ask you, uh, I think we're going to be recording the, the next podcast before we leave Sicilia. So do you want to record it with us? Because it's all going to be our adventure. Uh, what are you going to do with the podcast? Yeah, just talking, just talk, like about just the adventures. Talk, like a conversation, yeah. but it's I can try with my English. Yeah, if on, that's possible. On. Your English yeah. is not the worst. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, that's it's awesome. So warm in here. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. All right, don't, don't lose focus. I'll see you soon. <laughs> can I close? Yeah. All right. Um, so there was the roast. And I think that you could end the podcast if you want. Wow, that's an honor. Yeah. Unexpected. And what to say? I wasn't prepared for this. So you have to think about something now. It's quite tough. <laughs> no, like, um, just, you know, uh, th there are moments in, in life in which really stuff seemed dark for us. And we thought that we're never going to recover or be the same person as before. And we are not the same person as before, but we grow right. so much better. Like we, we learned so much from the darkness that we experienced. And I guess every one of us goes through that. And you, Philip, maybe too, <laughs> or everyone else that is listening to that might go through a dark moment. But try to learn from that because there is always a way up, like always. So keep fucking going. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing. You trade your legs for angels' wings. And once we've all said goodbye, you take a running leap and you learn to fly.
someday we'll saddle up again And I know I'll always miss my horsey's Spread your wings and fly, spread your wings and fly 